Hello everyone, welcome back to the Mike Armstrong podcast show and uh, this afternoon or evening, depending on which uh, time you're on, uh, we're joined by Alison Forche, who is from Gerber LLC, uh, based in Columbus, Ohio, in the USA. How are you doing today, Alison? You okay? Yeah, I'm great. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm awesome. I'm, uh, I'm doing very well, thank you. Living my best life, so, uh, you know. Likewise. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. And um, how is uh, sort of uh, COVID situation at the moment with you? Are you uh, going back into lockdown or you're still out of lockdown or, or what, what? Yes, we, we um, emerged from lockdown and we have not returned. And our numbers are indicating that hopefully it will not be necessary to return to lockdown. And um, we'll just slowly um, be able to um, open more access um, as the numbers hopefully um, trend in a downward direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the bad news for us is we just got back into a lockdown. It's not as tight as the original lockdown, but it's, it's a regulated, uh, restricted sort of... Uh, situation like you know that's and that's i think it's, ha it's happened a lot in wales which is where i'm from which is next to england but uh, i think it's happening a bit in england as well so you know we have to wait and see but um yeah I well, think, uh, it, it, it's so impactful from so many different perspectives um but we work with business owners and from the perspective of business owners who don't have an element of their business that um, is not dependent upon having customers in person. It's absolutely devastating. So yeah. we are working very, very hard to avoid having to return to that situation in our communities. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. So, um, so tell us a little bit about um, about what you do currently, and also if you've done anything particularly different during the lockdown situation and and since COVID, or um, you know, have you just been you know trucking along as normal, really? Yeah. So we are a professional services firm, and we work specifically with business owners, first generation entrepreneurs to help them build great businesses and live happier lives. And we have continued to be steady with work during COVID. When the shutdown occurred, we did um, work from home. So our team transitioned to uh, working remotely um, and that transition uh, went very well. Um, when we were able to return and be together again, we returned as quickly as possible. With respect to the guidance that we provide to our over 200 business owner clients, um, we remained very, very busy and we were in um, constant communication, um, um, divvying up our clients amongst our team to be checking in with our business owners about their biz businesses, the status of their businesses, their cash flow, and all of the immediate needs that they had regarding how the shutdown was impacting them. So we have been very privileged to stay busy and 
strategizing and giving guidance to our business owners to help them during the shutdown and pivoting and making decisions and understanding the timing of the decisions that they needed to make and then helping them emerge once the shutdown was lifted. Um, the big um, exciting news for our business is that with the shutdown, we took a program that we were delivering in person and via Zoom that was a year-long program called our Emerging Entrepreneur Experience. And we transitioned it so that we could offer a completely virtual offer uh, option to that program. So that program is now available to anyone in the world, any business owner, to gain all of the information and all of the learning that we were delivering in that one-year program to them to move through independently on their own timing with all of the same great benefits of scaling their business from hundreds of thousands to millions in revenue. Okay, yes, that's interesting. Um, so, um, so are you um, like, uh, like an accountancy firm sort of thing? Yeah, you help people with their their bookkeeping and that, but but also with things like their financial management and and their growth and that sort of thing. Well, so our program is laid out into mo nine modules of content. And these are all of the critical building blocks that your business needs to have implemented to scale with good health. So we are helping business owners to create sustainable scalability that is predictable and is at the right rate of growth for them. So we, um, we dive into uh, content about creating or um, recreating your business plan, refining your business plan, depending on the business owner. So core values of the company, mission, vision, values is where we begin. We get into cash flow and cash flow forecasting. Many business owners don't understand the difference between their, um, you know, how to cash flow forecast, the 13 week forecast, and they don't understand the intricacies and the interplay of their personal uh, uh, balance sheet versus their business balance sheet. Um, capital structure, capital funding. So what's your entity structure of your business? We talk about um, hiring and firing and really um, the optimal way to go about creating processes in your business so that you get good people on your team, you get A players. We talk about branding and marketing, so operational um, issues in your business and understanding how to create a great operational roadmap of accountability and leadership so that everyone in your business is working together on the same goals and ultimately growing your business because they're all on the same page.
Yeah, definitely. Um, do you help them with things like financing and funding for their growth? Because um, I met somebody who is in the States who I think lends people from 2 million to 200 million or something. He's a, a um, investment capital firm and he helps sure. their businesses to grow as well. So would that be a good introduction for somebody like yourself and, and you could yes. introduce those to your clients? Yes, I, I, absolutely. Now we don't personally work in that space. That's not our expertise. Our expertise is in helping you understand the different types of funding that are out there for a business owner and what each type of funding means for that business owner. Because many business owners hear about those types of funding, those less traditional types of funding, but they don't understand for their business what that means and what that means for them as the decision maker and the business owner. So in our teaching and our guidance, we're helping them understand those nuances. And then with respect to our network of individuals, we help to connect as a part of our program. We're creating an ecosystem of not only entrepreneurs, so others that you connect with and that you go through your learning with who can be great resources for you and can give you great ideas and feedback about your business, but also strategic partners like that who are going to be able to give you assistance in areas of expertise that are not what Gerber does. So yes, we are definitely a connector for um, attorneys, CPAs, insurance providers, because those are all people that our business owners need experts on their advisory team to be helping them run a great business and accomplishing all of their goals. Yeah, brilliant. And um, I'm a connector of people and connector of dots, if you like. So as and when I'm a big networker and as and when I get people on my podcast, I always bear in mind or, or introduce people to people in my network or try and put people together a bit like a matchmaker uh, because, you know, certain businesses should be doing business with each other. And and once you've been um, in, I've been in sales and marketing for 32 years uh, I've been in networking heavily for you know, probably 20 years, um, you know, and uh, and so, you know, sometimes it's obvious that either personalities are going to blend or collaborations or or um, opportunities, you know, this person leverages this person's contacts or that person's contacts, you know, so there's certain people in certain industries that always do business with each other, like architects and builders. You know, or, you know, tradespeople and property developers. You know, there's always people, certain people that go well together. Absolutely. And uh, I am absolutely like-minded. Uh, it's important um, to us that we're connecting our business owners with those people who can support the growth of their business and all of the great things that they're doing to build a great business. And, you know, it, to give our strategic partners um, opportunities 
to um, provide those types of services. So yeah. I completely agree. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, some people aren't that way inclined. So the more you can help them, the more I'm, I'm somebody who believes in sort of giving not to get back, but just to give value to people to become valuable. And uh, what goes around comes around. So, you know, it doesn't matter if, you know, it's comes back in from the same person you've helped or whatever, but the universe will tend to bring it back to you somehow in the future. Absolutely. And, and the way that we look at um, the work that we do is if we're helping business owners to build great businesses, then those business owners are going to need to hire individuals to help them run their businesses, which is going to be very impactful for their communities and their economy and the opportunity, number one, for business owners to succeed because small business is is key to our in, you know to our um, markets and yeah. also key to employment. Yeah, well, I say you know I, I do things if I can do something good for somebody, I don't expect anything back. And I know I, I'm happy just to know, for example, that um, you know you've helped a business grow, you've helped a community grow, you've helped you know you've made an impact on the human race whatever it may be, you know, at some point you, you made a difference. And, uh, you know, to me, uh, making a difference and leaving a legacy and having an impact is far more important than monetary return. Although, obviously, you know, we all do business for business and for monetary return, but you, you don't have to, you know. If I just see two people that should belong together, I put them together and if I get something for it, I get something for it. And if I don't, you know, the world gets something for it. Absolutely. I, I completely agree. And if they don't have this connection, um, that is exactly what we had in mind. There are so many other connections that they might discover that you and I don't realize no, are going no. to be discovered. And if they don't get introduced, those opportunities can't be seized. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, I think, um, again, you know, with with those 200 clients of yours, you know, I think um, a good way of entrepreneurs getting out of this situation at the moment is happening a lot with online is, um, is to collaborate forward and collaborate out of this situation because, you know, you can, you can, you know, stop the rot if you like, or you can pivot to do something online or, you know, most businesses can do something online even if they they're, they're a people business and they got people coming in they can transfer their knowledge into online courses they can you know sell something sell some brand you know they can do something to just keep some revenue coming in until their main business returns like you know yes and i think that covid has sparked lots of really fantastic innovation and pivot and the opportunity um, in our space to be connecting business owners to other business owners to share those ideas and to um, help one another as a support system and as an idea generating um, opportunity is just really powerful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think um, the whole world was moving towards online anyway, but it was moving at a, a, a slow pace over decades, if you like, as 
some older people left the marketplace and retired and some newer people come come it's all shifting along and and everyone was sort of adapting and then all of a sudden you know during covid everyone sort of like picked the pace up and sort of flew straight into online and uh, and there's so many different businesses i think i think 15 of the top businesses in the world were all tech companies and i think in the next 10 15 years it's going to be like 100 you know, it's going to be like lots of tech giants born everywhere yeah and and we're we're finding um with covid is that lots of people have discovered that they like the online element and that there's a value to the online element and so whatever the ultimate conclusion of this pandemic is um more than likely there is going to be a continued element of much more virtual than we ever saw before oh yeah definitely definitely and um and obviously you help people grow if you like in proportion so that you know they don't um become a bit freakish like, like going to the gym and having strong arms but chicken legs or you know vice versa you know and um and obviously a big part of the, the catalyst if you like for growth and having to get everything else to to grow in proportion is the sales and marketing because if you don't get that bit right you don't you don't get the growth and therefore you don't have the growing pains um so how do you help people with that bit because you know that's the bit i'm interested in i'm a sales and marketing consultant uh mentor coach uh, i've been in sales for over 32 uh, years i've been in marketing running my own marketing agency for sort of over eight years so that's the bit i'm interested in so tell us a little bit about how you help people in that area Yes, so we have a an entire module on branding and growing your business, growing your brand and your business. And what we are focusing on is um, customer segmentation. You know, looking at who your ideal customers are and who do you want to serve. And COVID, once again, has been a huge opportunity to re-examine that and to really focus on you know how do you market to the customers that you want to serve how do you identify what it is that you offer that they want and deliver that to them uh, and a simple example of that would be restaurant owners so at least in the united states what you've seen is that restaurant owners really needed to um, get tighter with their margins. Um, they had enjoyed a long period of things going very well, and then COVID changed all of that with the shutdown. So when they transitioned to carry out um, those that did, um, they were looking at what is it that, what are our best sellers on our menu? what are the things that we can offer menu-wise that are most cost-effective? So you're seeing scaled-down menus in restaurants, um, and you're seeing restaurants that may have had no carry-out or very minimal carry-out, really making that a segmentation of their business now. So not only serving those um, those individuals who prefer to dine on site, but also effectively in tandem serving those that still want to do carry out. And 
what are the offerings on those menus that you can do in an efficient way so that you're maximizing the number of opportunities that you can have each day in your business. Um, so diners, um, maybe in-person diners not, not remaining in your business as long um, and changing your practices around those kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. And also, um, you know, a lot of retail uh, as well has gone online now, you know, so most of retail was moving online as well. Uh, but, um, you know, everyone else is sort of catching up then if they were straggling, if you like. And uh, do you That's have right. any Having an e-commerce portion of your business, whereas before you may, you had a brick and mortar and the majority of your business was walking in your door. Yeah. Um, so yeah, once again, that, read a yeah. example of, but you, you know, how you market to those different audiences and how you brand your business has to be, um, you know, completely aligned with who it is that you want to patron your business. Yeah. Do you work with anyone on that? Because I just had somebody great on um, my networking event this morning, actually, in the in the UK, 9 to 11. She's global. They actually build e-commerce sites for like uh, basic entry level. I think it's like £30 a month. So they'll sure. actually build the site and manage it, keep it up to date and all of that. Um, so it's a bit like uh, Shopify, but it's, it's aimed at, uh, you know, a lower price point. It's a a fixed price per month so no hidden costs or anything like like um shopify can have and and i think a lot of people would have pivoted in the last lockdown or shutdown as you call it um and actually switched to their online version but some would have held on and thought actually i'm going to go back to the shop again and it's opened back out but in the uk and it may well happen around the world as well there may well be other shutdowns back and forth. This could be going on for a year or two or whatever. So whereas you might have been able to ride the storm for, you know, one three-month period or four-month period or, you know, six months, you might not be able to do it for two or three or four of those periods over the next two years. And no one really knows how long this thing is going to last. So um, I think a big part of my strategy would be with, with working with existing clients would be as well, just to make sure they do have some online offering as well, you know? Absolutely. If they can, if they can integrate that into their business offering, um, you know, with our guidance um, and it's, you know, going to enhance their growth and their longevity um that then that's absolutely the direction in which you know we take them and yeah. once again you're um talking about strategic partners and individuals who specialize we don't specialize so we are always happy to connect with resources and understand what they can provide our business owners so that when we have business owners with those specific needs we have somebody that we've vetted that we know can provide them the type of assistance that they need and to do so effectively 
Yeah, that's great. Um, you you remind me of a few good accountants and and and, and, and financial management firms in the UK that I meet and, and the successful ones who are much more entrepreneurial than the very rigid, uh, uh, just accountant, uh, accountants, you know, so, so you're much more um, uh, entrepreneurial accountants where you're looking to work with your clients and make sure that if there's areas of, of specialty that you know they need, but it's not you, you still will, will work with other partners and introduce that because you know it's, it's part of that entrepreneurial um, need, if you like, and that entrepreneurial growth. And that's, that's a very good thing that you do because I've, I've met a few people like that in the UK, but the vast majority of, of, of what we, we would call as accountants just do the bookkeeping and the numbers and stuff, and they don't do that entrepreneurial growth introduction and collaboration with, with specialists. So, so well done for doing that. Well, thank you. Yeah, we have an absolutely collaborative and team-focused approach to helping every business owner uh, that works with us. That's very important. Yeah, yeah, good. And how do um, how do people get to know more about you and engage with you and all of that? You know, if they're if they're in the U.S. and they're, I guess it's just the U.S. that you deal with, is it? First of all. No, um, we are happy to, now that we have the virtual opportunity available, um, that um, provides the chance to offer that program to people anywhere in the world. And they can contact me through my email address. They can look at our website for more information. Uh, so I'm happy to provide any information that you would like. Yeah, provide the web address and also give it to people now so that those listening or watching can, can also click on and, and check you out. Absolutely, thank you. So the web address is www.gerberemerging, G-E-R-B-E-R-E-M, E-R-G-I-N-G dot com, GerberEmerging.com. And then to reach me directly, I am Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N dot Forche, F as in Frank, O-R, C as in cat, H-E, at GerberEmerging.com. Okay, good. And uh, the Allison Forche, uh, is that a French uh, French origin surname? Yes, I was lucky to inherit that by marrying my husband. That's yeah, my married so, uh, name. So you you're married to a Swah Frenchman or a, an ex French uh, USA man? Um, well, as far as I know, he's a USA man, but yeah. um, obviously someone in his background uh, came from France once upon a time. I don't know who that individual would be. No, okay, there we are. Yeah, so, uh, so, 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 I, I guess he and maybe yourself like a glass of wine or two now and then. Absolutely. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. So, um, and, and 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 tell us a little bit about uh, Ohio because um, it's not a part of the state you you see or hear as much about as some others. So, you know, how how, how is living in Ohio? Is that uh, is it quite rural? Um, it, it, it's a mix of rural. We've got um, three major cities, Columbus, uh, which is the capital, 
and Cleveland and Cincinnati and a very, very strong entrepreneurial community. Um, I feel very fortunate to live in Columbus surrounded by amazing, great business owners, uh, really our whole state. And um, with living in the Midwest, Columbus logistically is very well situated for big companies to move here um, very successfully. So we have a lot of companies headquartered in Columbus. Um, and um, it's typical weather. Uh, we have all four seasons. Some are, are liked better than others, depending on who you speak with. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a nice, affordable place to live, no matter where in Ohio you reside. Yeah, okay. And I guess those those less industrial areas of the past, if you like, is where all these big companies are going now, because there's the space to put the big buildings that they need, you know, as these American corporate companies keep growing so big, you know, like the, you know, a bit like what they're doing in Silicon Valley, but those, but the Facebooks and whatever of the world, as these new companies keep forming, they need to, to go to the, 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 what I would have thought was the, uh, in the past, the more rurally type areas, because it's where the space for development is, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You can't sort of develop in places like New York and California and, and these sort of places much so 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 they're moving to some of the other states uh, you know and putting big cities up yeah well and as i indicated um with um the situation in columbus with transportation and logistics uh we're very um well suited to receive um companies and to provide them um a great place to do business yeah, and yeah, lots yeah. of jobs in our community. And like I said, we've got tremendous entrepreneurs here with lots of lots of creation and innovation going on right in our city. Yeah, yeah, good. And uh, I think we met on LinkedIn, didn't we? Is that right? Yeah, either LinkedIn or Facebook. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's usually the two I meet uh, most people on either LinkedIn or Facebook. But how, how, how are you finding that all of that? Because I'm finding that it's, uh, it's like exploded, really. You know, people used to be on LinkedIn before, but now everyone's on there and for long periods of time. Absolutely, I totally agree. Um, I was not someone who used Facebook very much before COVID. Um, so I'm just learning Facebook and I don't have a frame of reference, um, but I have used LinkedIn for many, many years. And I agree, exploded is the only word to describe how much more traffic and how um, the increase in activity um, during this time. Yeah, it's brilliant. So it's always good advice for if there are any stragglers who haven't jumped onto LinkedIn. I think most of the world, the business world has gone on there. But if there are any stragglers, then it is a great time to get on there because like never before of like before you send a message to people and wait three days for it or whatever. But like now you get proper conversations and everyone's on there. I think I think because the COVID's a time to reflect as well, and a lot of businesses are actually thinking, okay, you know, now is the time to partner with people, collaborate with people, do business, look at new opportunities. There's that sort of thoughtfulness and mindfulness of people to actually extend out from beyond what they were traditionally doing to seek 
new relationships and new opportunities and all of that is a bit like um, I think in business is a bit like the, the the frontier, you know, or the Wild West. You know, people going out and staking claims again in new in new ways of doing things. Yeah, I agree completely. And um, there is also a lot more access to information from people who have been in the LinkedIn space for a long time, offering advice and guidance about how to use LinkedIn. Um, so I think that's great at this time that those who are newer are able to get on and find information to help guide them to use LinkedIn effectively. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I think it's also gone more, um, it's gone more personable as well because it was just corporate before, but now because so many people are on it and for so long, it's now to, and obviously because of the explosion of video as well, it's now, it's now more about authenticity. So it's about business, but it's about authentic business and not just polished corporate professional business, which, which is good. I come from a corporate world, but it, it lacks a bit of substance and a bit of personality. Absolutely. I, I really equate LinkedIn to the business version of Facebook. Yeah, I think that's what it's turned into now. I think before that, it was more it was more the CV version of business with a bit of networking on the side. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there we are. So um, I look forward to connecting with you on um, LinkedIn and uh, you're keeping an eye on your progress because I think what you're doing is great. So I'll, I'll, I'll take more interest in that going forward as we're now connected. And I'm all about, like I say, I'll connect you with a couple of people, two opportunities I think uh, uh, initially that I can see would work with you. And as and when I meet new people that, you know, maybe need um, some uh, entrepreneurial accounting done in, in, in the US or, um, you know, there are people I think who can work with you in what you're doing and helping your clients to grow. And I can just keep sending them your way as and when uh, I, I see fit. You know, if, uh, if you're willing to embrace those new contacts, which I, I see you are. Absolutely. I appreciate the offer and I look forward to meeting anybody that um, you think um, would be great to have conversation with and yeah. see how we can uh, work together. Yeah, and if any of your um, clients uh, are entrepreneurs, or obviously they're all entrepreneurs uh, mostly, I guess, yeah. and if any of them want to especially target the UK, but actually I got contacts around the world, uh, you know, which I've built up over the last three to six months, uh, but before that I had a lot around the UK anyway, so if any of those are looking to promote themselves to my community of entrepreneurs, which um, you know, I'm, more, I'm more than happy to get them on my podcast and, and on my YouTube channel and, and they can share their story and their message and, and all of that as well. So that's something which you can, you can send back my way in return then. Absolutely. I would be glad to do that. Yeah. Okay, that's um, so there, there, there's a good start for, you know, for me it's about, you know, um, offering people an opportunity to showcase what they do on my podcast, but also for me to build connection with them as well, so we can see how we can collaborate and, and build together forward, helping each other achieve our goals and, and, and dreams and wishes and whatever it is we're trying to achieve in the world. That sounds great. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, then, well, um, 
thank you very much for coming on my podcast and uh, sharing, uh, you know, lots of useful information and tips and advice and, and just, you know, uh, a moment in time snapshot, a snapshot of where you are uh, against the backdrop of COVID. At some point in the future, I may well take some quotes from all of my content and turn it into a documentary of the COVID of business during the COVID times, if that's okay with you. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, it's, you know, because I think I think COVID is going to be the equivalent of World War Two, you know, for the next hundred years. Yeah, and it's going to be a lot of history written about it and it's going to be a lot of documentary and all of that and actually all my conversations with entrepreneurs would make a great documentary at some point about how businesses adapt during this time i think that would be great and i want to thank you so much for the opportunity to um speak with you today and to be introduced to your audience and i hope that um, anyone in your audience who would like to know more about Gerber will please reach out. I would love to connect with you. I love meeting business owners and, and um, strategic partners and learning about what others do and how I can be of help. Yeah, brilliant. So thank brilliant. you for that opportunity. No problem. And uh, yeah, thank, keep sharing the, the good messages and the great information and keep doing what you're doing. And uh, like I say, um, I look forward to doing some more stuff with you as we, as we grow forward. That sounds terrific. Brilliant. Thank you. Okay. You have yourself a, a great day now. What time is it there now? Um, it is 3.50 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're in the Eastern Time Zone. Okay, yeah, so it's not long left for you now. You're almost finished for the day. Um, yes, yeah. yes, but yeah. I mean, if you look at a 5 p.m. finish of as to for a work day, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, do you get, get an early finish on a Friday occasionally? We get to go go away a bit, a bit earlier. Um, it depends on what my personal workload is, but um, I'm very fortunate in the work that I do to have um, flexibility in scheduling. So I usually um, determine my scheduling around what's gonna work for the people that I am privileged to spend time with that day. Yeah, okay, yeah, good. Well, uh, for me, it's about nine o'clock at night now and I've got another podcast at nine o'clock and then I've got a Zoom call at 10 o'clock. So uh, for me, the day is long, but that's because I, you know, I, I, I like to um, fill my day full of great connections and knowledge and information. And so I, I don't have to do podcasts and Zoom calls this time of the evening, but I enjoy doing them. Well, I really appreciate the opportunity to be a part of what you do. And uh, thank you for doing it in a time frame that is not traditional so that you and I were able to have this conversation today. Yes, brilliant. Okay, then. And uh, like I say, enjoy the rest of your day. Have a great evening. Open up a bottle of wine and enjoy, enjoy one and uh, have a nice uh, weekend. Thank you. You as well. Okay, all the best then. Bye-bye. Bye. Right, and there's nothing else left to say now other than have a great day. I know I will. And thanks very much for listening. Cheers. Bye-bye.